0: Hello, welcome to this week's Saturday Strategy Session. I'm your host Jenzea and I am super pumped that you are here today. We are going to be talking about my testing protocol that I use with all my clients. We test their ad campaigns before we go into like live mode. I mean, when we're testing them, they're live as well, but Like the official campaign, if we will, just to make sure that the images, the ad copy, and the headlines that we are running are the best ones possible. We also do this in order to save time and money, because doing it this way, we are um, what's the word that I'm looking for? We're stabilizing? No, not stabilizing. We're controlling all pieces and we're like we have a microscope zoomed in on exactly what we're testing each day so that we're not wondering well is it the images is it the ad copy is it the the audience like is it the is it the is we don't need to worry about that because we're controlling for all of the other pieces and we're just looking at one thing so it saves time and money because we can very quickly go okay this is working or this isn't working And we know that it's the ad copy or we know that it's the headline or whatever it might be, right? Also, I just want to mention that this strategy is number one, best for campaigns that are running long term. So if I know that a campaign is only going to be up and running for seven or 10 days, maybe even like 14 days, I won't use this method. So something like a launch, we might not use this method or... um, and there's other types of campaigns like a, a bundle sale or something if the campaign is going to be shorter in duration then I I don't usually use the testing protocol that's the first reason and then the second time I don't use the testing protocol is if the budget is really really small so less than twenty dollars a day it can be really hard to run the testing protocol without at least having a budget of $25 a day, which is my recommendation. If you listen to the last podcast, I did talk about that at the end, that my recommendation for running ads was $25 a day. And so if your budget is smaller than that, if you have a lower budget, then it may not be cost effective for you to run the testing protocol. But if you do have a longer time frame, if you're setting up an evergreen funnel for your lead magnet or webinar or whatever it might be, then I definitely recommend that you start with the testing protocol. Now, before we dive into the protocol, I just wanted you to know that this is going to be an overview if you want an in-depth like walkthrough of it. I do have a mini course, the testing protocol. It's $27. It's linked in the show notes, or you can go to marketscalegrow.com forward slash testing protocol. All one word. And you can grab it. Uh again, it's $27. I go through all three days exactly how to set it up all the different pieces of the campaign, what it looks like, and then with the results of what I'm looking for each day to help me determine what to do the next day. And then once the entire testing protocol is done, we walk through exactly how I use the data from the test to create the official live campaign. So this, again, podcast is an overview of the testing protocol. If you want the more in-depth strategy and the how-to behind it, go to marketscalegrow.com forward slash testing protocol. So as I just mentioned, this is a three-day testing protocol. On day one, we test the ad copy. On day two, we test the images. And then on day three, we test the headline everything else stays exactly the same. So I'm always in, in all of the variations, there's always the exact same budget for each ad set. And this is one of the cases where I use ad set budget optimization. I like a hundred times over prefer campaign budget optimization, which is now called something different advantage campaign budget plus, or something along those lines. I do prefer setting the budget at the campaign level. Except during the testing protocol, when I'm doing a testing of a campaign, I will set the budget at the ad set level so that I know each ad set is getting the exact same amount allocated to them in that the the testing period and the testing period is 24 hours and one minute. (laughs) because Facebook won't let you set it for exactly 24 hours. So I set it for 24 hours and one minute just to get around their, their little rule there. And I'm sure if there's anyone at Facebook who's like sees these campaigns, they probably just like roll their eyes at it. But anyway, that's what I do, 24 hours and one minute. I place these ads. I only place them on the Facebook and Instagram feeds, Facebook and Instagram stories, the Instagram, explore, and Facebook search. So the, the main places. If you were to look at the breakdown of where your ads are showing up, these six places are going to probably rank like the top six. I don't put them in any of the like more obscure places. The right-hand column, marketplace, no, no, no. Um, in article, no thank you. Reels, no thank you. They're just staying in those like main places placements. And then the other thing that stays the same throughout the entire testing protocol is the audience. For my testing protocol, I use lookalike audiences. So I take the lookalike of Facebook engagement, Instagram engagement, the pixel, um, so or like website traffic, and then their customer list or email list. I take those lookalikes, I pull them all together I keep the, the ages open to whatever our normal age range would be. So often it's like 25 to 55, somewhere in there. And then if we're specifying a gender, then I'll do that. And uh, countries, again, if we normally run ads, like the client normally runs ads to just the U.S., then I leave it just U.S. If normally they run ads to the five main English-speaking countries, that is U.S., Canada. Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom, then I'll open it to that. And that is my preference to do those five countries, but some of my clients do exclusively run to the US. So whatever we would do normally for location, age and gender is what I continue to do. Okay, so we are controlling for the audiences. It's always the look like audiences. We are controlling the budget. It's always the same for every single ad set, Minimum of $10 per day, maximum I say is like $20 a day. You don't really want to go, you don't really need to go higher than that. Um, So $10 to $20, every single ad set has the same budget. So let's say $10 a day. They have the exact same time frame, 24 hours and one minute. And they are in the exact same placements. The Facebook feed, Instagram feed, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, Instagram explore and Facebook search are the ones I use. You can pick different ones, but um, like I said, those are the most like the big ones for me. So we've controlled for all of that. Now on day one, I'm testing copy. So usually we have two or three variations of copy. I pick an image and it's the same image that I use. I pick a headline. It's the same headline I use for all the ads. The only thing I'm changing in the ads is that ad copy so I will create a different ad set for each variation that I want to test so let's say I have three variations I will create three identical ad sets with three identical ads and the only thing in those ads that I'm changing is the ad copy I let them run for their 24 hours and then I look at the data I look at the click-through rate the link click-through rate I look at the cost per click I look at the cost per result and I make a decision. Which one of these three variations performed the best? Sometimes it's really, 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 really obvious. Other times less so and everything is really close but did well. Everything's really close but didn't do well. Um, Sometimes there's one like really clear winner and one really clear loser there's lots of different variations. But what I try to do is find what I call the winning variation. I take that winning variation and I duplicate that ad set. And I use that ad set as my default. So that ad copy, the winning ad copy is my default for day two. And on day two, we're testing the images. So the image that I tested on day one is image number one. And then on day two, I test image number two and image number three. And when I say image, as always, I'm talking about the visual aspect of your ad. So it might be an image, a video or a GIF, uh, but I just say image. So I test again, either two or three different images. And same thing, each image has its own ad set. Now I create one campaign and I test, I do testing day one testing day two and testing day three, all in that same campaign. I think it it keeps it clean. It keeps it easy to find and it keeps it well organized on day three, before I set up any ads, I look at what happened on day two and I decide what was the best image. I take that image, which would obviously have the winning copy from day one. So I take that and I create, I duplicate it to create day three's ads where I'm now testing the headline. And the reason I test headline last is because this is the attention grabber. This is what people will see first. Then they see the image, generally speaking, and then they look at the ad copy. Sometimes the image is what like stops the scroll, but what they usually will read first is that headline. And so we want, first of all, if there's multiple headlines, we want to get them all as many of them in there as possible. And second of all, it's what people will really remember because it's the first thing they read. So it's what they'll remember. And so it's, it's nice to have that variation there. So we test the headlines on day three and we see which headline was the best and same thing. Each variation has its own ad set and I switch it out and keep everything else the same. So only the headline will be changing. After that has ran for its 24 hours and one minute, I take a look and I figure out what was the winner of the final day. But I also look at the entire testing protocol and how it happened and like what happened throughout the three days so that I can determine which of the all of these different variations that I ran, what was the best performers. Do I need to run any additional tests? Do I want to try image number two with copy number one that it hasn't ran with. Do I want to mix and match a little bit more? I need to make those decisions based on the data. Again, the data I'm looking at is the link click-through rate, the cost per click, and the cost per result. In most cases, I mean, yes, you can look at some of the other pieces as well, but those three really, really help to paint a picture. Once the winners have been determined I do one of two things. If there's some very clear winners, I will either just pull those, I'll get the the post IDs and I'll pull them into the official campaign to get running. Or if kind of everything or a lot of things ran really well, I can create either a dynamic creative campaign with all of those different like amazing aspects in or um, and I I prefer this method where I will personally mix and match what happened and what went well. So I'll find the three different variations of copy that did well and the two images that went well with the two the headlines that did well and I'll mix and match and create my own ads from there. And then I have my final campaign that's set up and I click go publish. And then that one will run ongoing until the ads start to dwindle or the campaign is just done, whatever the case may be. But this is a really, like I said at the beginning, a really easy way to quickly and cost effectively isolate each of the different pieces to test and to move forward. If this overview has been like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. Then definitely head to the link in the bio or in the, the show description, marketscalegrow.com forward slash testing protocol, all one word, so that you can grab the mini course for $27 and you can get the insider scoop, the insider view of how the testing protocol is set up, all of the different steps, the different phases so that you can implement this testing into your business to make sure that your ads are having the best bang for their buck and that you are getting the testing done in a time-efficient manner, cost-effectively. So thank you so very much for joining me this week, and I will be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for listening to Market Scale Grow. If you're ready to build your email list and generate consistent leads on autopilot, then we would love to partner with you. Our growth package is perfect for course creators, service providers, and coaches looking to inject their list with fresh leads so that they can amplify their amazing program and get it out to new people. This six week Package is perfect for you if you have a proven lead magnet that you're ready to turn into an established lead generation machine. To get started today, head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash work together, fill out the application and someone from my team will be in contact with you to schedule a free strategy session to ensure that it's a good fit and to get you on the path to consistent lead generation with Team JV. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to working with you. Thank you so much for listening to Market Scale Grow. If you're ready to build your email list and generate consistent leads on Autopilot, then we would love to partner with you. Our growth package is perfect for course creators, service providers, and coaches looking to inject their list with fresh leads so that they can amplify their amazing program and get it out to new people. This six-week package is perfect for you if you have a proven lead magnet that you're ready to turn into an established lead generation machine. To get started today, head to marketscalegrowcom forward slash work together, fill out the application, and someone from my team will be in contact with you to schedule a free strategy session to ensure that it's a good fit and to get you on the path to consistent lead generation with Team JV. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to working with you.